hey i had a really great time i would love to do that again so give me a call back um you never did call me to let me know you got in safely so i was just checking on you all right call me back Okay, I'm very confused. We went out, we had a good time, at least I thought we had a good time, and now you dodging me, you're not answering my calls. That's real crazy to me. Call me back. Call me back. Call me back. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Save the Date podcast. This is the healthy dating preservation podcast for millennials and whoever else might need it. We are your hosts, Imani. And Candace. We're back. It's so like you were singing I was. it. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Be on the lookout for our album. That's our next <laughs> day. It's the Save the Day album. <laughs> yes. We got to find us the album cover. I personally think we could just use Imani's birthday. Oh, my goodness. But you're not in it. What are you going to do? What are we going to do? I don't know. I could be a producer. <laughs> right <laughs> in, in the corner. <laughs> We're back, y'all. It's been yeah. a month, I think. Or, yeah. <laughs> It's been longer than a month. It's been since like before Oh, that's the right. Holidays. We did put out the um Dating in a Decade episode before the holidays. <laughs> but we back and it's the third season. We finna celebrate three years in this thing. Woo! And it's twenty twenty. So I'm I'm hoping that that means beautiful things for this year. If this is your first time listening, I think I'm a little nasally when I talk anyways, but this is the blue. This is not how I normally sound. I just want to Well, we are here. back and this is the you know, I feel like this month was is specifically for this show. We talk about dating all year long, and then here comes February, the month where everything is overly romantic and all of that. So, you know, about men. Or about me. Oh, gosh. Say. I was getting to that me. later. We know your birthday is on Valentine's Day, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's a gift of the curse. Well, God, it's gift you know, we always have to cover something <clears throat> to be on brand, be on theme for the month of February. And so how much more on theme and on brand can you get than to literally talk about love? <laughs> so today, that's our topic. But I'm going to let love. Candace do the um, <laughs> pickup line first and then we can talk <clears throat> more about that. Pick up line of the week. Okay. Pick up line of the week. It's actually not a pick up line. It's kind of like a save your butt type of line. <laughs> save the date. Save your butt. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> it's real smooth. Just be like, I'm sorry I didn't get you chocolates for Valentine's Day. That's actually but really cute. if you cute. want something sweet, I'm right Although, here. if somebody, well, you don't have to give me chocolate. But if you didn't give me nothing, that's not going to work. <clears throat> well, men complain about women just giving them vagina for for Valentine's Day. They never Day turn it down. Year, so I guess I, I wouldn't know, but I'm just saying. Ever. <laughs> well, I've never heard of anybody. They don't that. even complain. They, they complain, complain about, about it, it, and then they take it next year. And I feel like, like they'd be like. And then this year, on social media, sex for the gift, yeah. and I'm like, but last year you literally did not turn it down. You were like, oh great. <laughs> From what I hear, because I don't know nothing about that. And something I I... sure, whatever you say. 
Some of them also give they little limp stuff for birthday gifts. So they can't, I don't know. I, I always feel like social media made it like a big deal. Like women been giving okay. their and dressing up <laughs> in different for ways gifts to do for it. Years. <laughs> <laughs> Putting a bow on it. Oh God. Last year. Last year's episode, I talked about the bow on the planet. <laughs> I forgot that. was sent to me that. on Snapchat. <laughs> I totally forgot Still about that. Still stuff. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. <clears throat> Can't. Nope. It's disgusting. But that was okay. the line of the week. We can move um, on Candace has the flu, y'all. <laughs> I feel like we already said that, yeah. but I just want y'all to know to feel, feel sympathetic. I'm for her. So She's sorry. really going through it. Poor girl. Um, <laughs> oh, wait a minute. We didn't even say we have new intro music, guys. <clears throat> Do you like it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and it's not like it's not like intro music. Like we just ripped right. y'all off and gave y'all. It took us on. a lot. <laughs> I was worried about that the whole time when we said we changed it. I was like, God, no, we had to like change power. it because we want to be on more platforms for y'all this year. And one of the reasons we couldn't last, well, the last two years. Um, is because we used um, Bugaboo and that obviously we don't have the clearance to use that. So on some platforms, they won't put you on there if you have um, un- if you have copyrighted music. Like if you have some music that belongs to somebody else, they won't put you on that platform. So hopefully this... If anybody Can knows Beyonce's dad, like, just be like, hey, we need that. <laughs> right. I'm like, all right, well, never mind. <clears throat> you could be a silent partner to right, the we'd love to organization have you as a and whatever Matthew. money we make. We make like a cent a show. So <laughs> yes, we make please. a cent a show. Come on over to Death Row. Please be yeah, a guest. So we have new <laughs> intro music and we're hoping to hoping that that will mean we'll get to be on Spotify <clears throat> and um, iHeartRadio. Yes. I heard radio because they keep rejecting us. And I don't know why. I think that's why. Yeah. Eventually, hopefully Uh, we'll be on that. Tidal. Yeah. No. Tidal has a podcast area? Oh, see. I need to start giving my black dogs. I can't now. Well, not I can't. I like Apple Music one. But (laughs) Jay-Z done partner with the daggone NFL. And I don't even want to hear nothing about it now. Right, but I did see though <clears throat> that he got them to give a check. I was gonna so, say I mean, that don't mean nothing that's to me personally. The purpose, but I mean, maybe it's it, right, but you know, so folks still want they they mule, so maybe this is their mule. I don't. Know. I don't see it anyway. Um, <laughs> so okay, let's jump right into <laughs> um, digging the scene. So we said the topic today was about love, but we're going to specifically talk about saying I love you to your significant other. And I know that we have mentioned this on the podcast before because I I know we were trying to figure out have we done this as a topic before and we haven't as a whole episode. But I do remember us mentioning like little things about it here and there on different Mm -hmm. episodes. So today we're going to just talk about that Mm -hmm. exclusively because... 
you know, that, that's a really huge deal for people. I know when I was a lot younger and like, you know, you would have your little boyfriend or whatever when you was in high school or even middle school sometimes if you was doing all that in middle school. But like if you were with your boyfriend or your girlfriend for a little bit, um, it was like a big deal when y'all started saying I love you. You know, when you were younger, that type of stuff was a big deal. But even as an adult, it can be a pretty big deal as well. So to start us off, of course, we start with a couple of questions to get the con- to get the conversation going, and then I'm gonna hit my my um, resources here. Questions. So, when do you feel like Candace? And this is the thing that I feel like we sort of talked about before <clears throat> on another episode. Um, but what when yes, is it appropriate uh-huh. to start that? And <clears throat> what's too soon? It could be for you or what you think in general. Um, <clears throat> for me, and I think I have actually said it before, mm-hmm. I, I may feel it before I say it because I don't want to say it until I feel safe. So that's something that's big for me. Like vulnerability is, is something that I am not yeah. always comfortable with sharing with other people. I did learn that part of that is because I think I've been vulnerable around the wrong mm-hmm. people, which made vulnerability turn into weakness to me. But now it's more so I just want to be protected. Like, I want to be safe. So I'm not telling you I love you if I think that there's potential that I'm going to be hurt. And I, I don't say that. Like, I know you can't control some of that stuff. But you can kind of tell. Like, I done fell in love with somebody that wasn't worth me falling in love with them before. Or I feel like I was falling too soon and I was worried about getting played. And in that case, <laughs> I ain't going to say it so you can hurt my feelings. Like, no. You better say it first, and I still might wait to the the moon jump over the cows before I say it. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. Um, I I guess I mean whatever floats people vote vote as far as how early they say it. Um, it does creep me out if somebody says it and they don't know me like that. And I get that they might feel like they know me, but I feel like I have a gauge of how much I may have shown you of me. And if you're just saying it to be saying it, like, that kind of makes me look at you funny because that, I feel like it means it don't hold no weight to you. And then I can't trust you saying it at all because, like, you just throw that word around. So um, I, I think you need to know people it, to some magnitude. Like, you can't just, like, this one man. Um, Excuse actually, me? What? He's from the Wu-Tang <laughs> Clan. I, the weirdest stuff happened to me sometimes. I swear to God, he's from, like, and I looked him what? up, he's actually in their documentary, which made it even creepier, but he reached out to me on LinkedIn, I, I swear, he reached out to me on LinkedIn. Candace, what is life? Well, on LinkedIn, What's I don't, well? I don't know. <laughs> but he reached out to me on LinkedIn. <laughs> I have no idea. He told me he was in love with me, and I was like, sir, I've never met you a day in my life. And he was like, <laughs> well, this is the perfect way to start, and I blocked him. So stuff like that, that's weird. Like, don't, don't do that. I don't care who you are. I mean, girl, you love my bank account, show <laughs> it so much love. Um, uh, that, <laughs> please back Yeah, away. I don't, don't um, care. So that's well, t- I don't know. For me, <clears throat> loving someone and being in love is, are two different things. And I feel like that's corny to say because everybody says that, but I really do feel that way. Agreed. For me, like, it doesn't take. It's real. <clears throat> I think I've said this before, but. For me to love somebody, it really only takes like a deep admiration for like who they are. It doesn't, it's not always like 
about me and, mm-hmm. and what you do for me or like do I feel like you love me back like I don't have to even think that you love me back to feel like wow I really love this person and by that I mean when I make a list of my loved ones you would be on it because I really like yeah like that's how I feel oh about some people like I, I really care about this person <clears throat> yeah. and I and I am truly a person like I'm a life's too short person like I don't think I've ever regretted loving someone mm-hmm. I've regretted the kind of access they had to me as a okay. result of me loving them but I don't think I've ever been like I wish I never yes. loved this person yes. it was just more like I wish it didn't have to go down like that or turn into that or whatever right <clears throat> but for me to tell someone I love them right that's just me saying something that I feel like if anything ever happened to you I would feel horrible that you didn't know that I loved you um but being in love to me is it's not just yeah. like a difference of feeling or anything. I think and I've I this is something that I've this is a realization that I've come to in my adulthood in that how I want to regard being in love because I love people so openly, I feel like I needed to set a boundary for myself as far as being in love because I think that's doing too much sometimes. <laughs> and, and like I do think that <laughs> to be in love with somebody, you have to kind of have their permission to do that. I don't think it's fair to just be all in love with somebody and they're not giving that back to you or they're not interested in being in love with you. It's not fair to you, one. And then it's not fair to them to have all that pressure on them from how you feel about them if they don't want that back. Yes, I think you... I, but can and you I'm gonna really tell you control how. that, though? I, I don't think <clears throat> you can control having... Okay intense feelings for someone but when you say in love with somebody that with is important Mm -hmm. to me I think two people have to decide to do that together that's the journey you you go on together like I'm in love with you we are in love I don't think you can just be in love with somebody by yourself you can love them but being in love to me is not I really really have a deep admiration for this person being in love is a process of building something together and that's just how I feel about it I don't expect everybody to regard being in love that way I don't expect anyone to agree with that that's just me doing basically taking inventory on how I behave towards people and how much pressure I'm putting on someone to feel like they need to do this back to me or whatever like those that's me creating a boundary between yeah. I really I love and it. respect you and <clears throat> we are in um we have decided to pursue something romantic between the two of us that's how I create that barrier so that I'm not doing too much or that I'm not expecting too much from somebody that ain't even trying to give me that <clears throat> yeah and I think that even like as people are listening to this, like everybody has exactly. to understand themselves because that's not going to be for everybody. And for somebody who does not have that type of discipline, that can be a lot of pressure to put on yourself to say, like, you well, got to control less, how you feel. So well, it's less of controlling how you feel and feel controlling how you express it. Because you can't, I mean, how you feel about a person is just how you feel. But that pressure comes when you are doing something and saying things that put the pressure on the other person. The other person can't feel the pressure from how you feel. They only feel it from your outward expression of it. So if you are being abrasive with how you are, I'm in love with you and you just have to understand that I'm in love with you. 
that puts the pressure on the other person to feel the same way. So you see in love so yes, you see being, being in love, in love is a process like and action, an action. I think instead of a feeling. You can love I, I can. <clears throat> I think I can love someone as deeply as it possibly can go. It can all be romantic. It can be platonic, whatever. But I don't think being in love is a process that I can embark mm-hmm. on individually. I think it's something that I have to do with somebody or it doesn't count for me. Like I can't, I can't say that I was in love with you if we were never in love. Like we, you, you never reciprocated it. So to me, I just loved you. <coughs> mm-hmm. <clears throat> So how does that turn if if y'all were in love yes. and then and some, I think you do can you do believe that someone could times. fall out of love? And that comes from my understanding of my parents' relationship. Um, not that they have been through anything like mm-hmm. super striking, but my mother and father are are very honest with me about what love looks like for them and what marriage looks like for them. And they both have said that there's time periods, like and sometimes years at a time where you don't feel the same way about the person that you did, but you get back there if you really want to, you know what I'm saying? So I do, I do think you fall out of love with people. Mm-hmm. I do think you can love someone for the rest of their life without being in love with them. You can fall out of love with someone and still have a deep sense of, sense of yeah. admiration for them, still care about them, still, you know, whatever even from a distance you don't have to tell the person that you don't have to keep showing it to them or anything like you can just really still have the feeling that this is a person that you love and respect and you wouldn't want anything to ever happen to them or if they ever needed anything you might be somebody that they could count on whatever like I I think love shows itself in so many different ways and I don't think in love is the antithesis of like romance like there's so many other expressions of love and that's why I don't think I'm dying to just be like, I'm so in love with this person and they're not showing it back. I'll skip all of that. If you ain't showing it back, I'm not in, we're not in love. So I will just keep loving you from where I am with that boundary there to say that, that this is not something we're doing together. So I don't even want to approach that. <coughs> but yeah, falling out of love, I think is a thing for sure. I like it that. just it just is like you your feelings change people change what people look like change what people believe change what people how people act changes like you just it just is and life it does a lot of things you can fall out of love and you can fall right back in and I don't think I, I think that's a, one of the yep. beautiful things about love is that it can change and morph and be stronger it can do all kinds of things I don't know but next question. Have you ever, re- have you ever, <laughs> this is not funny. Have you ever told someone you love them and been rejected? That's what I first. I don't no, think I have not. <laughs> I think the only thing that I've ever done is I said, and <clears throat> it was more so it, I got to a point in the situation where I know I did not want to deal with this person anymore um, and I did not say it to get a reaction I more so said it because I knew that this was probably going to be the last time that I made contact with this person and mm-hmm. I just wanted them to know that I did have love for them and I didn't get a response back from that but I couldn't <laughs> block them before I had a chance to get a response so I don't actually know but <clears throat> I have, like, said it without getting a response before, but like I said, that was more so of 
this is coming to an end. I don't want to do this anymore, but I'm not going to. I'm also a life is too short type of person, as in a like, I'm going to give you your flowers while you're here. Sometimes I think I'll give people flowers that they don't deserve. Like, I, I, I'm learning that I can. <clears throat> I can give people flowers like without telling them that I'm giving them their flowers because I've learned that sometimes I try to give somebody flowers who should not even have access to me anymore. Like I want to appreciate them and tell them that I'm proud of them, even Mm -hmm. though like I probably shouldn't even be talking to them anymore. So this is one of those instances like that where it was more so like, you know, I want you to know that I do love you, but, and I, that's the only time that I've done it. And I feel like I haven't gotten a response. And I've also been that person that didn't say it back before. I've had somebody to like, and I felt mm-hmm. like they did it in a way to try to get a reaction out of me. Like they never told me they loved me throughout our whole situation. But the minute I was like, please leave me alone. They're like, okay, well, I just want you to know that I love you. And I was like, no, yeah. goodbye. I definitely have been the person so. who didn't say it back before, but I was like, what you said earlier, like, I was like, how, what do you mean you love me? Like, you literally, which is kind of hypocritical for me because I don't be like needing much yeah. as long as I respect and love. Like if I respect the person, like outside of romance, if I really respect the person and I feel like they mm-hmm. respect me, <clears throat> just like generally as a person, that's all it really takes. I don't be telling them that mm-hmm. all the time, but <clears throat> but they said it, and I was just kind of like, you literally right. don't even know me to be saying that, but. But I didn't say that to them either. I just kind of like sent it, and I was like, "Are you sure?" And he was like, <laughs> "He was like, yes, I'm very sure. Like, I feel like <laughs> I love you." And da da And I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, you know." It just made me nervous when people talk passionately about me, and I like. Am I and to me, like you can't. Like I feel like he existed. was trying to tell me like he was that, in love always with me, awkward. and I was thinking. Mm-hmm that may have been where I started the process of not believing that you should be in love by yourself or that you could, because I was just thinking like, how are you in love with me? <laughs> like, I'm not, there's nothing that you've received from me that right. should indicate in love. Like there's nothing. I haven't done anything. I haven't. Right. Well, I think some people fall in lo- I think people fall in love with like, and that's where, that, and that's that exactly where I wanted to draw those boundaries sometimes. because that's and not that, fair to do to people or to yourself. Like yeah. to create right. a whole life world in your head for somebody, you don't, you barely know two things Facade. about them, yeah. but you're just in love with this idea <laughs> that you've created of them. And now you have to deal with all these feelings that you mm-hmm. created with, without their permission. They didn't tell you that they wanted to do this with you. They didn't exactly. reciprocate any of your feelings. So now you have to deal with all that. And then instead of keeping it to yourself and dealing with those feelings, you have expressed them to them with all of this weight of I'm in love with you because X, Y, and Z. And now they feel pressure mm-hmm. to either respond to it or behave a certain way. And right. It's just too much. I feel like <clears throat> you have to. And even with your partners, even if it's somebody you did know, like, I feel like you still got to be careful about that, too, because I think some people <coughs> end up frustrated mm-hmm. in relationships because they fell in love with ideas versus the actual That whole person. potential thing. And that, we like, talked about it's that. It's awkward. Like, I've had somebody, yeah, that we talked about before, falling in love with potential. I had somebody, like, the stuff that they were, like, 
Yes. Like, have you ever, like, be like, well, why do you love me? And I had somebody, like, say stuff, and I'm like, <laughs> that is, I don't know who that person is. Like, that's not me. And they're like, no, you're just, like, you're just I have no idea what you're talking about. And I'm like, no, I'm literally not, I'm not as nice as you're saying right now. Um, Not as smart as you're saying right now. And I'm definitely not, like, this, like, timid, fragile little woman that like I'm not that like and I don't know like why you're making me that like I've had people compare me to some of the oddest stuff and I'm like I am seriously Mm -hmm. not that girl and then you just be like wow you really don't know me at all and if we were together or if we are together like you're probably going to be disappointed when you finally get to know me that's why I say that you should know me before you say you love me and, I, and yes. I, I mean, like, and when you're talking about <laughs> romantically loving me, like, I'm like, I love my friends, like, and I've started to say that more, um, just because I've had, like, some recent death that, like, and death always kind of put things in perspective for people, but, like, I've always been, like, a big person to say, I, I love you since I've been older, <laughs> but I used to really be like, oh, please don't hug me, don't touch me, we don't gotta do that, like, that's just weird and my mom and my sister used to like come hug me because they know that I did not like that like I'd be laying on the couch and they come and I'm like please don't love on me I don't and so now that now I am this person that's like that but like when it's you're talking about romantically loving me like don't say that before you know me because one I'm going to be frustrated if you try to force me to be up to this Mm -hmm. standard that you've set that is not me in the first place or two, you're going to end up frustrated because the person you were in yeah. love with, you were only in love because you didn't know yep. me. And now that you know me, you're like, well, what the heck is this? I know before <laughs> like, when I have told someone no, that I no. love them, I yeah. did make the distinction <clears throat> that I, when I say this to you, I'm not saying to you that I'm in love with you and I expect a certain reaction from you. I'm telling you this because, you know, we've spent a lot of time together we have spent a lot of time getting to know one another we spent a lot of time seeing how we treat one another and for me you are a person that I deeply care about and that I deeply respect and that I really appreciate how you treat me I'm not expecting nothing from you in return not even and I love you in return I don't that doesn't the way I feel about you doesn't mm-hmm. isn't always a reflection of how you feel about me it's just how I feel about who you are So I, you know, I just want you to know that that's how I feel about, um, about you and about what we're doing. I really love and appreciate, appreciate you. And I did say the, if I made a list of my loved ones, you would be on it just so that they would know that it's not the gravity of now I expect us to get married or anything. This is just like, especially because I've been through some things and you were very supportive and all of that. And I just, you know, I really, I love and appreciate you. And he was like, you know, I really think that, you know, he gave me his perspective on how like important of a word that is to him. So he would, he's not going to say it unless he feels in love. And I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, I mean, I I didn't ask you to say it back. (coughs) (laughs) And so (laughs) <laughs> like I just wanted you to know that in case you I ever say in case there was ever a time where I needed to say it I don't want to wait until I need to say it I just wanted to say it because that's the truth of the matter I'm saying it very matter of factly you don't have to do nothing with that information you could forget tomorrow for all I care but you know it is what it is right. <laughs> but 
Oh my gosh, it's Black History Month. I sorry, I just realized that the the um Bahama dollar girl has a black man on it. We I'd be black man on our dollar to be on any of the currency in the sorry. United States. <laughs> <laughs> But um, okay, so let me go to a couple of my resources and then we can move on. So, um, Psychology Today, had, of course, trusty um, <laughs> Psychology Today. Oh man, I, I found my therapist on there and I'm so excited. Yay! My first session is on Monday and it is lit. I have to let it let me come back because I'm about to that is so Well, that's good. I'm glad. I'm, I'm still looking for mine. But. <laughs> Um, it says on here, there, it says a lot of great things, by the way, but it says um, that there's some like conflicting and common advice about when to tell your partner I love you. Oh, wait, never mind. I'll go back to that. Um, when to tell your partner I love you. Um, okay. And it's saying stuff like, you know, people <coughs> say that you need to go on five dates. You need to uh, at least five dates. You need to say it only after two months. Don't wait too long, but don't say it too soon. Wait until you're like dying don't do it before sex or after sex like just all this information and it's saying what's important in long-term love is not timing which refers to a specific temporal point but time time has a wider reference including duration frequency and development accordingly a few apparent mistakes along the road stemming from bad timing or political incorrectness will not change an entire romantic picture it may even enhance trust and honesty between lovers since profound love needs time to develop it isn't reasonable to say i love you profoundly after being together for just a brief time that may indicate that you are not serious about what is in fact a serious matter however since love at first sight can occur you can say i love you after a short time together if you're just expressing what you feel at the moment which is exactly what i've been saying all this time um, and you may add, if this oh, is indeed the case, yeah. that you see great potential for the relationship to grow. And we can preview potential, but we cannot perceive its inevitable implementation. Like, come on. How perfect is that? It's just basically saying that, basically what we've been saying, that love is on a spectrum. It's, it's an array of things. You can say, I love you, if that is what you're feeling now. If what mm-hmm. your If your definition of love is what you are feeling right now, you can say that. And you can disclaim it by saying... You know, that's not to say that I don't see there being some growth in this or, you know, that's not even saying that I expect this to be forever. I'm just saying this is how I feel right now. And this is why I feel that way. Right. Um, And I'm okay with that. And then you can also say, well, I don't want to say that or feel that way until X, Y and Z, which is where I was getting, which was what I was saying I was going to come back to. So I think. Our friend, RK, might have asked this question a long time ago on Twitter, and I thought it was a good question. But, like, I think he asked specifically about being exclusive. Like, do you need exclusivity to feel love for someone uh-huh. or to be in love? <clears throat> and so I was thinking, like, what do you need from your partner no. to, to feel love between them, between you two, or to, or, or to love them at all? Or do they even need to be your partner first? <clears throat> Okay, so now I remember. <coughs> now I definitely remember us talking about something yes, like I this remember because I gave the example about Big Country and how I felt like he showed me protection um, on the day he met me. I don't think. Um, I think we kind of went over the in love part for from a love perspective. I don't think like no, you have you to get an okay from somebody to love them. 
Um, I think you, like you said earlier, I definitely think you need permission for how you act on that love because you can make somebody extremely uncomfortable. And I think there are weirdos in the world. And you have people, again, like I said, that fall in love with potential. So I definitely think you have to have permission to act on your love. But I think you <laughs> need permission to act on a lot of things that you feel about people. So, <laughs> um, but I don't think you have to have permission to love somebody because, like, it's, yeah. like love is natural. It's just what we do. Like, I mean, you can love, like, somebody on the corner. You can love somebody you never met before, like, um, not to make it heavy, but like I've of course. had like for real like love for Kobe. So like this whole gr- like grieving period it is what it is because like I did love him. I love things about him, like you said, admiration um, that I have for them. So no, I don't think you have to have that. I don't think you have to be exclusive to love somebody. Um, I-, I think you can just love them, like because whether they're a friend, and I, I think you can have yes absolutely and and I think I've been there a lot of times like it doesn't for me it's not being in love is not of I'm just a loving person like I really truly and I and I like to see people for who they for who they are and that's literally all I need to love someone because I just especially Mm -hmm. in the space of appreciating that I was even allowed to see who they are because I do I I understand vulnerability in that way yes that everybody isn't going to see you for who you are and everybody isn't even going to respect that they saw you for who you are so I that's that's where I am when I say that I love someone to be in love I don't think I need exclusivity because I do think I've been in love with somebody that I was never exclusive with but but I do also think that we were in love. Like, I don't think that I was in love by myself there. I think that we had trouble with what that looked like for us though. And, (laughs) and how we wanted to express that. And that's all. When Mm -hmm. I say, when my vision of being in love is between consenting people, that's what I mean by that is that that's where I feel safest is when I have permission to be in love with somebody. And by permission, I mean, they are going along on this journey with yeah. me. I know that they want to be in love with me as well. And that's why I want to be in mm-hmm. love with them. I'm not going to do that to myself without having that because, and the feeling again, <coughs> of love for that Excuse person me. is going to be there. It's not something that I can just be like, well, I am not going to allow myself to feel that way. It's the process of reaching a certain romantic level with somebody that I don't allow myself to do if we're not t- there together. Um, because I just think that's what's fair and that's what's safe. And we've both talked right. about what the safety of being in love is. And that is where I, that's where I draw the line. Like I need to feel like I'm in a partnership, but it doesn't have to be a partnership in love. Like we're partnering in this, what we have going on, but we can still be doing right. that in the process of getting to know one another and, Maybe we're still dating other people, whatever. But I also, again, those are boundaries you talk about between each other and you have to like figure out what that looks like for you and figure out what you're comfortable with. I mean, I, I'm a person that doesn't think that polyamory or like plural relationships are ridiculous. I do think people can be in love with more than one person. So exclusivity doesn't have to look like just you and that person. 
I was just about to ask you. So what does that look like? I don't know what it looks like either. So I I've never ask... had that experience because I feel like <laughs> I've been, I feel like I'd be like both feet in, like, and that's because for me being in love, like that's where I'm my safest. And I, I, I there's no way I can open. And it that's and be something just that you have to ask people. So that's why I don't believe you. Well, can yeah, be I don't. Dually I don't in know love. if I could, personally, but I don't, I don't think it's ridiculous that. to think that because I'm not a person that limits love. Like I don't think that. I think it's. I, I mean, love is like the the strongest force that is on this on this planet and beyond, in my opinion. To think that somebody is only capable of experiencing mm. that with one person at a time to me puts a limit on that, and so I I do I do just. I think if people say they are in love with this person and this person, some people are lying. I do think, I do think some people are lying and they're being manipulative and they are trying to get to people. Yeah. They're trying to hoard people and, and, and manipulate people into this thing where they're being dishonest and all of that. That's not being in love. I don't think that dishonesty, all of that, that, that don't have nothing to do with nothing. But there are people who are in fully functioning plural relationships and they all love each other. And I don't think that that's absolutely ridiculous to think of. I think that they're operating from their comfort level and they're all consenting to it. Like these are people who want to be where they are. And so they've opened themselves up to that. I don't have any <coughs> desire to do that at all. But I feel like yeah, for me, I feel like somebody is making a choice that they may not be as loved as the other. That's what I feel like. And I feel like that's still, you can consent to that, but I feel well, like that's No, I don't think that everybody is loved. I, I mean, I don't, I don't even think in a, a one-on-one-person one relationship, <clears throat> the love spectrum is going to be the same all the time. Like, you are going to, yes, you are absolutely consenting to there being different levels of those relationships like wh whoever all you're in love with you don't love everybody the same all the time that's impossible but there may be a time where you love this person you share this certain thing you love everybody differently and that's okay too and then you're even in your one-on-one -on -one relationship in, in monogamous um relationships with just one person you're not going to experience the same amount of love from that person all the time either. And being in love with somebody or being in a long-term relationship, you are consenting to that too. You have love is waxing and waning. I agree. I, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like, for me, I just don't feel like you can. So you don't feel like you can or you don't. I just don't. I feel like at you all. can. Mm. <clears throat> I don't think it's possible. I think that you can love multiple people. I don't think that you can simultaneously be in love with I multiple definitely people. Do. I don't. I do. And I, and I think it's going to look different Personally. between people at any given time. But I just don't think it's impossible. I don't think I have any desire to do that. I don't like even two people at the same time. Like, you know how people be like, have you ever cheated on anyone? My answer is always, I've never liked two people at the same time. Like, as far as, like, you know what I mean? Like, even wanting to be involved with more than one person at a time, I don't, I've been attracted to more than one person at a I'm time, but I've like never, like, actually wanted to time. pursue. <laughs> like, I've never been in a relationship and then thought of somebody else in, a, in terms of a relationship. I've never, like, and that's not about cheating, but I can't imagine wanting to 
wanting to deal with personalities on that level at the same time. So that's why I'm not, that's why I'd be like, I don't understand guys because like women can be emotional and fickle and like, I don't understand why (laughs) you want to deal with like five of those at one time. That's always been my thing. Like multiple personalities in one girl and then you got to do that with five, like you are constantly getting your tail handed to you when you deal with multiple people. Like, because you don't know who going through what emotional what or when I that's always been my thing. I don't want to go through the drama of having to keep more than no, one relationship together at the same time. Like pleasing more than one person, pleasing myself is a lot. So trying to do that with like multiple people. And then folks be having whole families and cheating. And I'm like, you must literally like leave your house and cut your brain off. Because how do you go and do that again knowing you yep. still got other people yeah, you gotta I go get home and deal with? Like that's wild to me. I would go cheat with myself before I go cheat with another person because what? Like me cheating means that I went and like decided to have me time and not talk to nobody. That sounds like an amazing No, I don't see it. Experience. I don't I don't know. I'm being alone. That would I don't know. I can't. Like, it's not, that's not for me. Cheating or plural relationships, not to equate them, but being involved with multiple people at Mm -hmm. a time. I can casually date multiple people at a time because I don't usually have feelings for more than one of those people at a time. It's like maybe I'm getting to know a person and I have feelings for this other person over here. And then if I start having feelings for somebody else, my feelings are waning for the other person. It's it's usually because I don't really have that strong feelings for somebody else over here. Now that I have had an issue <laughs> with before, but that's part of my people hoarding. Like I'm for real. Like I I have had feelings for multiple people at once, but that was that's that's what I like. My struggle was it's like if I am with this new person. And I still have access to this old person. I can't fully give what I need to this new person because yeah. I, that is still being given to this old person. And that can be very stressful. And so to be able to actually give this new person, for me, like, and, and maybe I am limiting it for other people because they don't feel this way. So I'll say for me, <clears throat> for me to be in love with a new person, I have to eventually... Not, like, stop loving yeah. the other person, but I cannot be in love with them anymore. Like, that, like, partnership and, like, those feelings and those ties and this hope for a future, I I have to let go of that before I can be in love with somebody new. Because being in love with somebody, I don't think no, I can you, think of I the future don't, with oh, somebody shoot. that I'm not in love with. So, it kind of puts me, like... Right, so there's, like, this, this stunted growth. I can enjoy our time, but if if like my heart is still in another yeah, place, I, I definitely have feel anything the same left way. to give to you. So that that's why I I gotta like <clears throat> I don't know because I feel like when I was in college, I dated a lot of different people while I was still in love with somebody from back home, and I don't think I like I think I enjoyed dating, but I don't think I was like wow, this is an amazing new experience I agree. until I let go. Um, of I have the, the guy from back home. I have similar experience. So. I, I think it's, <clears throat> but I think the times where I was still tied to the other person, it really wasn't about me still seeing the future with them. It was about 
me having a codependency on them. Like I was thinking to myself, well, what if they need me? Or Mm -hmm. what if something happens to me? Would he care? Like that kind of thing. It really wasn't like I still see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or I could even still see myself. Well, still want to be with you. At that, yeah. By that time, they had done more than enough that they needed to leave me alone, right. and I needed to leave them alone. <laughs> but um, right. it was just I was so used to being with that person that the thought of being with someone else was scary, or the thought of mm-hmm. not being with that person was scary. So I can't have that with somebody and be in love with somebody yes. else. That doesn't work for me either because I don't. I don't think I have the emotional capacity to do that. Um, it's it's a lot of energy as well. <laughs> it very much so. It is it's and it can be very draining when you're trying to figure that out. But like fear will hold you in that spot because you like you know this is what I know. Like this is what I'm used to. This is for show. I know if they're gonna act the fool. Mm-hmm. If they like I've seen this. I know how this is played out. And this new thing, I don't know this. So it's like do I like willingly walk into this new thing and and you know what when your ex is allowing you to still be around yeah it makes it that much easier not to fully walk into the new thing because you're like okay well like at least like I know I can go back here if this don't work out but the only way you can fully go back there is if you yes. still allow that, that yes. window when I'm like casually dating so you if access. I like someone the so, door in my in my heart and mind is still open for that with somebody else so I can eventually develop mm-hmm. feelings for someone else because I feel like that's what I'm doing because I mean that's what I should be doing because no one has mm-hmm. I haven't closed my heart to the idea of it but once I'm you know there with somebody and I want to be with them and especially if I feel like we've established that we want to be together I gotta I gotta close that door for myself so it is yeah, hard like for me to open that back up to somebody else but um like saying mm-hmm. I love you to somebody. It's just, I think it is a pivotal part in our relationship. Oh yeah. And I know that a time when we talked about this before, I had already said that I don't get into a relationship with somebody that I feel like I can't say I love you to because yeah, because to me, there's no say. Like I don't, I don't want to say this is my boyfriend, but I can't look at him and say, I love you. Like that's weird to me because I've, boyfriend implies partnership Mm -hmm. what kind of partnership is there if I can't if Mm -hmm. I feel weird telling you I love you so I may not say it before we get together but by the time we get together I'm going to say it at least immediately after because I feel like that's the reason I said you're my boyfriend if not you're not my boyfriend and you're not going to be until I feel comfortable with that or whatever um because saying I love you is a big deal and it's I don't mind saying it first. And I don't I have, say it first. Well, I don't know. So, I, mm. I don't think I've purposely in my last couple of situations not said it first. I think like, and this is just my opinion. From what I've experienced, I do feel like men fall faster than women. And they just don't want to admit to it, or at least in my experience. I think they, they I don't know, they fall fast. Well, I we may have fallen equally at the same time, but in my experience, maybe they were quicker to express it. And typically, it's like they accidentally said it. And I'm like, oh, well, great. I mean, I wanted to say it too, <laughs> I don't but I know you going to say it. <laughs> I don't think men fall faster. I think men... A lot of times, men are looking for something that it doesn't take that long to find. 
as far in a woman. That's what I was gonna say. I think they they know what they need. And they don't even know what they need. They know what they what they want or what they're looking for. And then and then women. Yeah, we'll say that. Yes. And they, it's quicker for them to recognize it. That's why I feel like some men just be dragging it out when they be saying they don't know. Because they have a definite in their mind of what they say they want, even though they don't know what they want half the time, I feel like. But, like, once they find that, like, regardless of how they decide to treat it, I think they know what it is when they found it. Because, and I feel like women are so scared of, like, admitting to this is what I want because it might not be as perfect and that's as what I was going to say. And then I don't that, think these are inherent men, male and female traits. I think this is due to our conditioning. Men yes, are allowed to go after what they want, yes. period. So when they find what they want, boom, we're in love. I'm in love with you. I want you, whatever. I'm being very direct with what I want. Women are taught to think of relationships mm-hmm. as getting chose, getting chosen. So we are we are traditionally mm-hmm. more inclined to fall in love with someone who chooses us rather than someone who yeah or or we someone chose? who would even allow us to choose them because it's like there's like a little there's no safety net sometimes in that mm-hmm. like when you have made the decision that you like this person or love this person can yeah. you be sure that they feel that back for you you can't so it's like you don't you don't know right. all the time but if you if the person chose you then duh they like you so you might as well just fall in love with them or whatever and that's me that's, <laughs> that's a culmination of you know knowing what we know about relationships and how men and women regard them based on how we grow up and are taught to look at love and relationships and I'm not saying any of the th- none of this is my personal musings this is literally how traditionally relationships work like you know, women are in every culture, almost not every mm-hmm. culture, but most most cultures, and especially mainstream cultures. You're, um, you know, women are, <coughs> for lack of a better word, like property. Yeah, like you, you want Try somebody to, to choose shows, you so you can like go be their wife. It. Like it's not like we have an active say in who we get to be with all the time. Um, traditionally not like today right now but i'm just saying so those some of those beliefs and like the way we maneuver the relationships still work that way subconsciously for us so anyway Mm -hmm. i feel like that's all that i had to say about it and we spent a lot of time in digging the scene so we about to move on to uh, (laughs) okay all right, y'all. So we are now in the Rescue Me segment. Historically, the Rescue Me segment has been our section for our listeners to call in and tell us about their experiences and share different dating stories. Um, and now it is actually growing and developing into something a little more. So some weeks we may have our listeners call in and share their experiences. And then we'll also be able to give tips to rescue you out of certain dating situations. So this week, since I am... Um, I don't know if I'm recovering or still dying from the flu. I thought it would be great to give some tips on what to do oh, if wow. your date gets sick and canceled. Um, so I have five things. So one is first be empathetic. I think that you have to understand that. I mean, life happens and this can be other reasons why people cancel, but we're talking about sickness. So be empathetic, you know, say you're sorry that they're feeling bad, ask if they need anything. Um, Second would be to make a kind gesture. So 
Um, one of my friends, she has been battling with like a sinus infection or something for the last week and a half. And this guy who's really interested in her, he just asked, you know, like, do you need soup? Do you, um, you know, need somebody to take you to go get your medication? Of course, it would depend on the stage of where you guys are. (laughs) And I say that for real about depending on the stage because we have a listener. I'm not gonna call her out. Um, she had the flu one time and this guy, like, (laughs) it was around Easter and he bought her an Easter basket and like, Filled it with all this stuff and bought her like you know those bracelets they're like the Alexa Alexis bracelets whatever they are Alexander something but those bracelets that have like the they're like bangles yeah, okay. and they have like a little coin with stuff on it so he bought her some of those because he saw her wearing those and it was just a lot for her because they had never actually been on a date before it was the first date that they can't that she canceled and he did that and that was just too much so based on the stage that's why I said a small kind gesture and sometimes that is just you know checking in on them while they're sick over the course of time whatever that may be um third tip is to offer to reschedule so it doesn't have to be a definite no just because they canceled and they said they aren't sick you can be like oh no i'm sorry you're feeling bad do you want to reschedule for another time offer to reschedule but don't pressure them into rescheduling because they could very well be lying about being sick and just not want to date you but (laughs) if they're not you can just offer to reschedule for another time. I think that shows that you're understanding, that you get where they're coming from. But it also shows that you're still interested in them, even though they had to cancel. Um, again, number four is asking if they need anything. So kind of like with the small gesture, you know, do you need anything? They could be in, like, I live in Jacksonville. Um, I don't have family here. So, you know, like saying, hey, do you need me to do anything for you? You know, need me to grab something, whatever that may be. Um, and then, um, five, which I realized I kind of just said that I said it a second ago, but my fifth one was check in without smothering them. So there's a difference in like, like I get annoyed when somebody calls me multiple times in the day when I'm sick to ask me how I'm feeling, <laughs> cause I'm probably not feeling any better than I was 30 minutes ago. So don't do that, but it's okay to be subtle and just be like, Hey, you know, thought about you just wanted to make sure everything was all good um blah 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 and I think that those are like just some tips if they cancel now on the flip side um elite daily does have an article with 12 tips of things to do with somebody that you're dating so if you guys want to check that out you can definitely do that um and that's more so um if they're getting sick so if you go on there some of the tips are like um you guys can plan a trip together while you're in the house sick or Netflix and night that's hilarious one of the ones that they called it um and then they also I know, right? And then, I mean, so you can do fun things. Like, if you guys are are already dating and you're not contagious, because I don't suggest doing this if you're contagious. If you're not contagious, you're already dating, then you guys can just do something in the house, you know, to replace the date or plan out your next date over this time that you're spending together. So um, those are just a few tips to rescue you from a canceled date from somebody being sick. If you are sick, I know it is cold outside, the flu is going around. I hope you feel better. And um, if you have any stories you want to share or you have any tips that you would like to share to help save the date, please email those in to save the date SOS at gmail.com or you can message us on our Instagram that's save the date show or you can send us a voice memo either via email, text message, video. Let me just or say anywhere. this. When I had and the flu um, at the start of this year, <clears throat> there was there's a guy here that is I won't say he's trying to date me because he literally does nothing to try to date me except except that when I see him he be like, 
man, you don't ever be giving me a chance. And I'll be like, a chance to do what? Like, you literally do not do anything. You don't That's call me. So you don't text annoying. me. Just every time I see you, you'll be like, man, you be trying to play me. And I'm like, how? I don't even, I'm so confused. Um, <laughs> but when I was, wasn't feeling well, he <coughs> saw on Instagram that I wasn't feeling well. He was like, hey, would you like me to stop by and bring you some soup? Now, you know, I live an hour from Orlando. So nobody is just going to stop by and do anything over here. Like, that's just right. not a thing. <laughs> you're never in the neighborhood. Like, you right. have to it stop, no by, stop by. by. Stop, you have to stop be ready stay. to come over here and kick it. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, no, I'm okay. Um, he was like, I can bring you some soup or whatever, whatever. Mind you, again, we don't talk to each other for real like that. He's never been over here. I've never been anywhere with this man. So I was... I already don't be inviting people over here, but especially not nobody that I really don't know like that. And I'm sick. So I was just like, no, that's okay, but thank you. And then he was like, all right, I guess that's cool. And then, like, a few minutes later, he was like, actually, it's not cool. My daughter is out of town. <laughs> he was like, my daughter <laughs> is out of town for the weekend, so now I actually have time to, you know, I can actually make the trip out to come see you. You live in, and said where I live, right? Like, I can actually make the drive out there and come and kick it with you. And I was like... Is he really Candace, I was looking way? at my phone like, what is happening? Ew. And second of all, like, <laughs> no. Like, I like, literally just said no. Two, I'm contagious. <laughs> You're not coming. We've never chilled together. So you want me to chill with you when I'm coughing my lungs out and I look a mess and I just got back from... Um, from Africa so my bags are still not even unpacked like it was a wreck in here I looked a wreck I sound a wreck and if you come in here you're gonna get sick no leave me alone and why was you telling me that your daughter was out of town supposed to make me be like he should be oh, in bed okay <clears throat> oh my no. gosh this is leave the perfect anyway, time come so on right that now. happened and I forgot to tell you about it but it was hilarious anyway though <laughs> moving on <clears throat> to trend watch I'm gonna keep it very short today um, oh, your Kentucky just anyway, came out. Like I was saying, the um, today's <laughs> trend watch is on YouTube couples. This is a, or just blogger couples in general. This is a phenomenon that's been happening for <clears throat> a while now. And I actually didn't mm-hmm. realize how long it's been happening. Do you watch any couples content? Mm-hmm. I do not watch couple content. Mm-hmm. However, there are some that I've recognized for like years. Like there was this one with a young couple, like Diari and somebody that they were. Yeah, I I feel like I've I've watched not on YouTube because it's weird, but I've definitely yeah. like seen them on social media for quite some time. And then uh, that married couple, um, yeah. So yeah, I don't I watch couple content either. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I would be more inclined to watch family content than couples content. I don't know why couples content makes me so uncomfortable. It's just kind of like it would annoy me. Not fascinating to me to see a couple. Um, and then like the content is always no. them doing stuff to each other, <laughs> like pranking each other or like something like that. So, right. Which makes me wonder, how do you have time to sit at the watch? I don't know. I do like the R and Ken. I think they're cute. I don't. I mean, but I watch people. I, I don't really watch food, their content, so. but I have been following <laughs> Diara on Instagram for a while because I always thought she was cute and I liked her outfits. She is so adorable to me. So mm-hmm. I've been following her and that 
you know, obviously her boyfriend be on her page all the time. So I saw, and then like, so the thing mm-hmm. about these couples to me that is fascinating and that is, I think, noteworthy to talk about is that you know, seemingly know all of their business. One, because that's part of their brand. Yeah. Like they literally tell the public everything and I'm sure there's things that they don't tell but even when they don't tell us stuff there's things that we are able to find out because they're so public about everything like there was a like uh-huh. I don't know I know last year they I broke know, two up years once, ago they? yeah two years ago there was rumors <clears throat> that Ken was cheating on Diara with some girl in Memphis mind you I do not follow uh-huh. their youtube i ain't seen none of, i've seen a couple of their videos like on twitter like scrolling up my timeline somebody retweeted them or something but i don't follow them but because twitter is a chatty place it just came up on my timeline so from there i was able to see there was a video about the girl who he was cheating with made a video and then she had the R on the phone saying like oh, she Lord. did she had her on the phone asking details about <laughs> what he had said to her. like it was a mess and i just felt really <clears throat> bad that they were living that out in the oh, wow. public but you know that's a lot of what is fascinating mm-hmm. about these couples is that they share everything which is something that i could never do and then the um like so there's obviously people who were couples already and started making youtube channels but then there are people who get together and immediately start a youtube channel like they've been together maybe two months and they start a youtube channel so then if the relationship doesn't survive then you have to make an announcement that you're not together anymore because everybody's been following y'all's joint youtube channel um Mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. which sucks because i've seen that happen i've seen people their whole relationship was on social media and YouTube and they made these videos together and they got married and had to be like, oh, well, we just think we're better apart. Like, imagine having to go Yeah, and, and I know celebrities do it all the time too, but I feel like celebrities can, like, put out just, like, a statement and just say, we're divorcing. But YouTube couples, y'all been doing videos for so yeah, long, you literally have to do a video about it. Like, the couple that I remember, it's this girl who does natural <clears throat> hair that I was watching. I'm not going to remember who she is. But I was watching her. She got a boyfriend. They had a joint channel for a minute. But it wasn't that long, I don't think. I don't even know if they were together for over a year. But when their channel dissolved, they did a video together about breaking up and about how they were going to have to shut their channel Ooh. down. This is not clickbait, guys. We're really breaking up. And I was just like child i wish i would oh my explanation. god but but i, mean, I don't owe y'all that <laughs> sorry owing everybody every little piece of your life you kind of do and i mean that's not true. to say that you that you have to but that's going to be the expectation but technically yeah because technically that, that and i think that's the difference between people who create that for the intention of sharing it with other people i feel like that's the difference between them and celebrities so on the independent there was an article on um youtube couples uh and i just thought this was something i don't know this was something that i think is very fascinating and sad it says um hold on let me get to where i was going oh but there oh so they talked about um YouTube fame and all that first. 
and the couples and everything. And then says, but there's a darker side to this fame. Mm-hmm. In recording where they go, what they do, and what they think for the world <clears throat> to see, YouTube personalities run the risk of also harnessing the followings of individuals obsessed with every aspect of their day-to-day existence. Like human commodities, YouTube couples create, uh, yeah, create, monetize, mm-hmm. and trademark their personal lives and online identities. But as the recent breakup of famed YouTube couple Jesse Wellens and Jenna Smith, no idea who these people are, proved it isn't always happy clappy behind the scenes. Me happy either. clappy crappy. Here is a look at power those power <laughs> YouTube couples. Who, okay, so I just wanted to get into the Jess Wellens and Jenna, Jenna Smith. Jesse Wellens, sorry. It says the internet went into a frenzy when Wellens and Smith, who are best known for their YouTube ch- account Boyfriend versus Girlfriend, announced their breakup just days ago. To the great distress of, mind you, just days ago. So that means when this article was written, they had literally just announced that they broke up. So this is news. To the great distress of their fans, the couple said it was not possible to maintain their partnership in a poignant 10-minute clip titled A New Chapter, which saw them both in tears. Crying on camera? I just... Woo! Uh, in the video, <clears throat> which has been watched more than 5 million times for five they explained that it was the pressure and the stress of vlogging which ultimately led to the collapse of their relationship. So not only are they, wow, you know, feeling the pressure to tell y'all everything, that pressure is driving a wedge between them. And so they decided to break up. Like, that. I, I know I don't know the behind the scenes of what all they had to go through to get to that point, but it was sad to me to think that instead of saying we are not going to be a YouTube couple that, anymore, they decide that the decision was we have to break up. Like that was sad to me. Because at that point, if yeah. that at that point the relationship became a job, and if you associate whatever, you yep, associate and that's all. They, that's what they said. They said the, in the video they it. said the weight of our relationship is the weight of our careers <clears throat> is the weight of our whole lives, and that pressure is not good for our relationship. Everybody thinks everything's perfect, that we have a perfect life, and it's really not at all. And so that's another thing that I have a problem with. Wow. And I know, I absolutely know that I not have a problem with as much as I think about how difficult it might be to balance that. Because I'm not a person that feels like you have to share all your wins and all your losses. I think you can say, you can share whatever you want to share. And I think that it's naive of people to think that you don't go through anything or that you don't have any problems just because they didn't see it. Like, I think that is so mm-hmm. much, that's so crazy to me to put an expectation on anyone to share with you their lowest moments just because <clears throat> you need to see it to believe that they have low moments. I think that is so messed up because I mean, yes, right. There are people who want to be transparent enough to say, guys, I don't always have good days. I can have bad days too, but I feel like saying that is enough. Like, I don't need you to, show me that so I can yeah I, th- I just think that's so you don't have to lie yeah but then when you share a bunch of happy <clears throat> happy happy things and everybody thinks it's perfect you don't have to accept that as what it should be either if everybody thinks you live a perfect life you can live in the idea that we you don't like you don't have to say okay so let's keep making it yeah, like I don't, I don't know. I just yeah, think that's really like, no, sad guys. to that. That's the world that was created around their relationship, and then just around people's lives in general online. And I say that to say, like, I mean, even in my own sharing, mm-hmm. I like as my audience 
grows or whatever online, which is not even something that I'm doing on purpose. It's just something that happens when people like your content, I guess. Um, Because if I were doing it on purpose, my audience would be growing a lot faster than what it is. But it's just, you know, when you put stuff out there and you put yourself out there, people gravitate towards what they like, I guess. But I don't feel a need Mm -hmm. to show everybody that I have bad days. I talk about it all the time because that's natural to me to just say today sucked or something like that but I'm not about to be like you know every day I go through I don't have to share that with everybody I have friends in real life that I share those things with and if me saying I have bad days and sometimes my days look like this is not enough and you have you just need to see me going through it please I'm not the person that you need to be following because I am never gonna post no video of me crying about please don't follow me that's just not gonna happen (laughs) about nothing I do not understand bro like there's never been a time in my life where I was like maybe when I was little and I wanted to see like how ugly I looked about me crying when I was trying to tell my mama that my feelings was tight I might have went in the bathroom and looked in the mirror to see how fucking ooh, I said I was trying to stop cursing. To see how how stupid I look. But I've never been like, let me grab my phone, record myself crying, go upload it to something and add a Yes, or just even even when you're not trying to cry. Like you're you're making a video, it's something very touching. And then you end up crying on camera. That's cool or whatever. Now, I'm a big old crybaby. So I'm not above saying that at some point, if there's any content that I put out that I'm very passionate about, I might end up crying. I might but, end up crying. <laughs> I mean, pe- these YouTubers be putting out videos like, I... Remember the one video with the with the heart bag? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then they did another video. You remember that? The hurt bad video, I could not, I would not give that to anybody. But I'm just not that person. I don't put a lot of stuff out publicly, so that's just not my thing. But I definitely, that makes me sad that that is the type of pressure that it, that would be put on something as sweet as a relationship, as like something that should be so. There should be a good time in your life. Like I know, no, like, but that should. I mean, at the have, like, it should be down, mostly great. Stuff, like it should be a good. It time. should be a should good be enjoying time yourself. overall. <clears throat> yeah. So that that does suck, and um, kudos, I guess, <coughs> to people that have found a way to make money off their happiness, especially with their partner or whatever. Yeah. But I don't. Man, you gotta protect yourself too. But like I said, when it becomes a job, like. If it becomes a job, especially a job that you hate, like, you just start to want to dissociate yourself from it. And that, I feel like that happens in a lot of aspects in people's lives. Like, whatever is associated with it, you get to the point where you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, like, because that was not only their partner, that was their business partner. That was the person they had to sit down and write content with. And, like, now, like, your life is literally, like, what are we going to do today to entertain somebody else? And one of them could have just been like, I don't want to be this no more, so I'm just going to leave. And the other one could probably be like, well, I love this sunshine and camera in my face, so I want to yeah. stay here. So yeah. you can go. Like, I, I mean, at a point, on it becomes me. a business so much that you <laughs> can't break up with them because you're already doing numbers with them. Like, you're already making money with them. If we break up, it's a business decision, and now I don't make mm-hmm. as much money anymore, or 
whatever. I don't know. It's just that is a lot of pressure. And I'm I bringing this up because I want people to anybody who's considering doing something like this. Branding your relationship is a huge decision to make. Um, and you need to be aware of what you're doing. Yes. And you need to be aware that people do not care about your well-being at the end of the day. Like, like they really don't. Like, you think that they do. You got this. Um, nope. Yeah, this following. You think they're all your friends. These are strangers. Following. They want you to produce content. <laughs> Y'all going through something and ain't, ain't posted in six months? Yes. They're leaving. They're not going to sit and wait for you to get through your... They're going to want to know, well, why haven't they posted a video about what they're going through? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not somebody who cares about you. So Mm -hmm. just make sure that you know what you're getting yourself into and that you're not just trying to make money with somebody because relationships are a lot of work already, like without having to entertain people while you're in one. (laughs) So, yeah. Anyway, but I do think, you know, people seeing happy couples, people seeing couples outside of their everyday life, it's not a bad idea, but idolizing them is... And 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 the audience needs to be a lot more responsible too with how they I totally agree. with how they consume <clears throat> these couples and remembering that they're humans and that it's not going to be a good time all the time and whatever you see whatever content you see these people putting out is what you see them putting out it's not what they go through in their day to day life and you shouldn't be demanding that you see everything in their day to day life that is just ridiculous anyway that's it. Now we can move on mm-hmm. to we are lesson learned. Okay, awesome. Yeah, we are. <laughs> lessons so learned. Up. Candace, what have you learned about telling somebody you love them or about love in general? Love. Um. What I've learned is it feels good to be vulnerable mm-hmm. when you are vulnerable with the right person. Um, that you don't have to hide behind like this hard exterior. And I didn't learn that till my er- early 20s when I had somebody who was just like, I mean, I shared the story before the guy that I sucked in my lips with. I was so hard and I was so tough. And he was just like, you know what? I love you. So I'm just about to like put my all out there on the table. And I, I mean, you can be as tough as you want to be, but like I said before about <laughs> being a good time, he's like, I'm here to have a good time. I love you. I care about you. I want to be around you. And so, like, whatever, you know, comes with that is what it is. And I think when I got to a space that I was like, you know what, like, I'm not going to hide myself. I'm going to share what I, I'm going to do what I enjoy. I like to give gifts. I like to celebrate somebody I care about. And, like, I just freely started doing that. Like, I felt so much better because mm-hmm. I realized I can only be responsible for me and how I treat somebody and how I love somebody. I can't be responsible how, for how they love me back. So, like, once I took my control back of things that I was doing and my feelings, like, that's when I was able to be, like, I can now be comfortable with just saying that it's nothing wrong with the way I love. I just mm-hmm. don't need to be giving that love to everybody. And I can be confident and say that maybe this person don't deserve that kind of love because I shouldn't be dying to myself every day just to be with you. Like, I should be able to go love somebody who's going to take what I'm trying to give you and appreciate it. Yes, I agree with all that was said. Um, I think my lesson is that, and this is something that I've said a lot of times, that 
I really am just a loving person. And I, there was a time that I felt bad about that. Like I shouldn't do that because I felt like people were taking advantage of it. But at the same time, if I freely give it to you, the advantage is, I mean, whatever you do with that, that's on you and your karma and you, that's between you and God. I'm not Mm -hmm. going to feel abused by it because I don't give love with the intent of anything in return. I give it because I want to. And then, but I Mm -hmm. give it to like the kind of love that I give the, the boundaries is what I adjusted and the access that people have to me is what I adjusted. So I may give you this kind of love because I know that you'll, you'll give it back or that you've already shown me that you're going to give it back to me or whatever, but I don't, I don't love somebody and then say, right. uh, hello, what am I getting in return? Like, that's just not the type of person I am. So if I know somebody isn't capable of loving me the way that I love them, then I can only allow certain access to them, but I can still care about them. I can still be a loving person. I just can't, you know, do certain things with them or go certain places with them or allow them to come into my space in a certain way. So I just had to, I'll never modify the kind of person I am when it comes to love, but I have to modify and edit people's access to me sometimes and that is what it is but I love to love like that's just who mm-hmm. I am I I enjoy loving on people and I don't want nobody to change that so I'm gonna still be me period <laughs> and Agreed. so well, <clears throat> let's wrap this thing well, up I guess All right, so um, if you listen to this on time, then you'll be able yeah. to tune in and play with us Monday night, right? So that should be fun. Girl. Um, my cash app is my first name, last name. Put a dollar sign in front of it. <laughs> um, if you want to send me birthday dollars, um, you know, I, I always thought that was begging to put your cash app out there, but I'm going to put it out there because, you know, <laughs> Give me my things. So um, you can cash at me. Um, you can DM me flowers. You know, you can send me something. I actually can. I don't have a PO box. I don't want y'all know where I stay. But, um, you know, they make gift cards online now. So you can do e-gift cards if you choose. This is the last year of my 20s. And I am not pumped up to do a whole lot of anything. So whatever y'all want to do to make me feel better, even if it's just, you know, telling me happy birthday. <laughs> I was about to say call in like it's a radio station. Send me a voice memo. So, I'll take it. I all right. It, well, That's it. Let's wrap up this episode <clears throat> of the Save the Date podcast. This is our first episode of season three. Be sure to leave comments and let us know what you thought mm-hmm. about it on our um, Instagram, which is Save the Date Show. Um, and that is where you can see us go live tonight. If you're listening to this right now and on time on Monday night um, at 730 p.m. We'll be playing games and just doing the things that we'll be doing on the show. But y'all can see us this time. As of now, not even doing now. the math. Y'all know this is a bi-weekly podcast. I don't know why I even read that. <laughs> this is a bi-weekly podcast. It's not changing. So you can again here, not next week, but next, next week. And to have your story or questions included on the show, you can always email it to save the date SOS at gmail.com. Or you can go to anchor.fm, search save the date show and leave us a voice note there you can follow us at our instagram which is save the date show our personal instagrams are on there so you can see it um and uh that's it until next time later dudes wait wait oh oh yes 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 ad space if you guys want to hit us up for that 
um, do that as well. We don't mind dropping a, show. a little something, something in the show. All for right, you. y'all. Bye. Peace out. <laughs>